0: The orders on the devils tonight. Bob Stoffer, Brennan Escott joining you. Orders now brought to you by our title sponsor, and that is World of Spas. And we do want to mention that Royal Pizza, Pizza pasta and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 plus years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stoffer recommendation a Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean Chicken. Brendan Escott's a fan of the Texan. Reed Wilkins likes the meat lovers we're going to head off to the river cree resort casino hotline and as we do every monday hook up with the head coach of the bakersfield condors colin chalk colin how you doing not too bad bob how about yourself uh, not bad. Looking forward to tonight's game. Obviously, the Odors playing 14-4 and Vegas and 15-3 and uh, New Jersey in back-to-back games and Edmonton trying to find their game. And to be frank with you, uh, being supported by a couple players that were down with you earlier this season. Um, in Janmark's case, I think we all knew he had more to show than he did in the preseason. But for me, a little bit of a surprise has been Clem Costin. Uh, he's been, frankly, more physical uh, than I... Thought or uh, recalled him being with St. Louis, and I guess that's a good starting point. I mean, how were the attitudes of those two players when they were sent to Bakersfield, and uh, did you see a degree of physicality uh, in uh, Kostin's performance in the A? Uh,
1: you know, I'll start. Well, I'll start with there where, you, where you finished off with Koston. Um, You know, he. I remember writing in the on the forechecks uh, that he was a weapon. You know, and you look at his 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 uh, his core and his hips and his legs like they're they're tree trunks. And our message to to Klim was like, just simplify. You know, Jay will love you, and and Edmonton will love you if you get plugs deep and you finish first on the forecheck and inside, and, and you know you can protect the puck. It's not saying that you can't make plays and you, and you can't be offensive because he has some nice hands and he has the skill set too. But build the coach's trust, build the, the coach's confidence, and. And, as, and with you that will grow as well so we, we tried to you know with not being another russian player here we really tried to make him feel welcome and and, and try to be clear with him as to what our expectations were and um you know there, i think earlier we chatted about you know being minus i think four in one game and they really there really, really wasn't any on him but you know i think his puck management his decision making i think when he simplifies and he plays straight lines he can be an effective player and we're excited uh, that he's having some success there and and then I'll say Mark, you know, came in, obviously a veteran NHL player and was in the hotel and I remember him having to be checked out of the hotel because it was sold out and like there were some tough things for him and, and I tell you, he was an ultimate pro. I remember, you know, talking to him, saying I, I quoted a quiz Chris Farley about living in a van down by the river and he's like, what? What are you talking about? And he just like, we we, we, we helped him. He helped us by being a good pro and got him some confidence, played big minutes and again, I'm, I'm we're excited. We, we feel that's feather
0: in our cap that we're helping uh, uh, the big club out. Yeah, well, it's—I uh, mean, that's a—they've—they—they've they, they've been a, a bit of a game changer, frankly, for the Oilers here. They've given Edmonton a little bit of juice, and the Oilers have got—you know—victories over Tampa Bay, and then uh, you know they've—they win in Florida. That's not an easy place. Florida hadn't lost a home game yet, and then they're knocking off Vegas, who are eight and one on the road. Colin, let's get to your team. You had a tough weekend against the Calgary Wranglers. Now. My theory, and Brad Pascal's a big part of the. Uh, process with the, Calgary, they play emphasis on compete and physicality in their lineup. And they have toughness. They have toughness at the NHL level. They have toughness at the AHL level. I'm going to sound like an old-school Neanderthal. I think the Oilers need more physicality in their organization. I've expressed this. In a, you know, the Oilers really miss a banner game up front. He's functional toughness, but I'd even go beyond that and just saying you need to make sure that you have a little bit of you know what in the lineup so you don't get pushed around and tossed. And I'd just like to know whether or not they tried to exert their physical will on you guys in the two games this weekend uh, down in Bakersfield. Well,
1: I, I I would say I would say yes okay and I would also uh, I'll be very transparent I think Bob the time you and I have spent together I think you know you know my path and and yeah. how the things I' had to do personally as a player uh, and understand that grit and, and work and everybody works hard right but it, there's a different level of hard work and and playing on the inside and a little bit of a, a bully like attitude and you don't want to do that in the workforce but you do want to do that on the ice, and they did that to us in Game One, and and I, um, you know, uh, hats off to them. Uh, they they came and they played inside. They played physical, and I and I don't mean running like old school Calgary Flames, chipping in the forecheck, and you know, Lanny McDonald, Joe Otto. Like I mean, finishing first to the puck and they finished first to almost every puck and they won almost every puck battle of the night. They they did. And you know what? We took that as an opportunity as the coaches and we discussed it with our players the next day. And we, we, we said that, you know, it wasn't good enough, number one, but we also looked at our lineup and with five first year forwards, okay, that's what yep. a great learning experience for them. Five first-year forwards, and you look at the Wranglers lineup, and they've all played at least a year in the American League. And that team, you know, uh, went to the conference finals with the Chicago Wolves. They've been through some war battles at the pro level. They know what it feels like when your when your dad grabs onto your shoulder, you're like, oh, I didn't think my dad was that strong. That's what it. That's what man strength. And we've talked about this. I feel like each week. And these young players that we have, that's our job. That's my job for them to understand how that feels like and they felt it on Friday now did did they respond on Saturday absolutely and did we play well enough to win y- yes but good enough never is right so we were close but you know it's a step and we got to keep making those steps so they they, out, they had out muscle us they did
0: yeah well and I and I, I think that there needs to be you know uh, <laughs> there, there there's fewer players that ever call them that are willing to uh, bring that degree like there's a kid right now um uh, playing for the amateur Oil Kings and he's been suspended twice because he hits pe- Jackson Weeb. He hits. He had a hat-trick last year in a game in the Memorial Cup. Third-line guy he was a 19-year-old. And unfortunately this year he's been suspended twice as a 20-year-old, but he does stuff that guys no longer do anymore. Skates through guys, uh, you know, hits you know, and when he hits guys. And they call everything now in Major Junior. It's not like it was when you were playing in the OHL. And to me, that's the type of player organizations need to look at adding uh, you know, preferably on an A deal to start now. Let's switch to yep. individuals. Uh, Philip Broberg, we're getting people texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, can you get Colin to tell us how many minutes Broberg played and how did he play in the two games?
1: Yeah, Bro- Broberg's up in the 20 minute mark, right? He's playing first power play, he's playing first penalty kill. You know, um, you know, we also had two, I didn't even talk about the D, we also had two first year players on defense, too, right? So it's like, Uh, If we didn't have uh, uh, Demir's here, right? I mean, there would be some trouble there because Broberg can't play thirty minutes a night, every night, right? So Broberg is making some strides. He's a gamer. Um, You know, uh, can he skate? Does he love to compete? Does he get uh, mad when he misses a a, a play or um, you know loses a battle? Yes, he's a competitor. We we love him. Um, You know, he he needs to keep going. Going through those experiences I, I, I think Calgary was the, the heaviest team that we've played so far uh, this season and, and being a little bit thin I'm glad that we went through that now I'm glad they felt what that what that felt like and, and Phillip was no different but you know what he had a he, he had a great week He had a nice end-to-end rush a uh, power play goal but more importantly he's blocking shots and, um, you know, he's defending and he's, and he's breaking pucks out well. And like every young player, he, he has some, some things and areas that he needs to improve on. And I would say it's just that hardness again, of that, that hardness of being hard. You want to be a hard player and a hard team to play games. You want to be Zach Hyman. That guy is a dog on a bone and everybody loves him because he's hard.
0: Yeah. Uh, very quickly, just a, a quick thought on the goaltending situation because we saw Ryan Fanti get one of the two starts. Where are we at right now with Calvin Pickard? Is this a short-term situation for you, or long-term on the uh, in goal? He's probably at least two weeks away, I think. Uh, so you know a little bit up
1: in the air on him um you know as far as uh Ryan he came in on the on the first night and, and played well in the third period and then um you know he played he played very well uh um uh, in in game 2 on saturday night uh, you know i the first one i think he probably like to have back but he competed hard yeah he competed hard and and uh um he gave us a uh, he gave us a chance and and he's a competitor so you know i think it's an opportunity for him right with
0: uh, with uh, with with pick being down All right, uh Justin Bailey, and we've not mentioned him in any of the conversations with that because he's been hurt. He is on an American Hockey League deal at this time. This guy has played, you know, 80 games or so in the National Hockey League. He's big and he can skate. He's not overly physical, but how he hadn't played hockey for a long time. I know he scored a couple goals on Saturday. What did you see out of Justin Bailey? You
1: know what? What I what I saw the
0: first night is there's rust and that kind of stuff,
1: and and I think he was better, and not because he scored two goals. You know, the the second goal was a bit of a fluky one. It was a set play off, of, off a power play breakout and ended up working, and God. you know, but it, it shouldn't have been. Uh, uh, you know, it, it, Wolf should have made the say, but, we, you know, obviously we'll take a bounce when when we get it, um, you know. But what I see from him, from Euler fans, is I see a Glenn Anderson-type, old-school, uh, drive the net, uh, outside speed, and, and again, kind of, you know, you, you bring that point up of, you know, like, the, the physical and that, that, uh, that fear that's still in the game, right, the physicality. Um, you don't see a lot of that outside speed anymore, so I, I think he he brings a different element. Uh, I have watched him when he was in Utica and obviously in Abbotsford last year. So um, he's at his best when he's playing straight lines. He's driving the net and driving the far post. He can do it. Uh, we saw some glimpses over the last couple games and I, I, I think, you know, when Yanmark when you know, came down, he, he wasn't good in the first few games but he just, he needed some time. He needed some, some touches and needed some minutes uh, to, to get him up and going. I wouldn't say it's a direct comparison but, you know, Greg McKaig, too, not playing a lot of minutes in the NHL. You know, He needed 10, 12 games to, to, uh, to, to get up to speed, to, to playing those amount of minutes. So Bailey outside speed, a threat off the rush. Uh, we'll take the puck to the net and get on the forecheck. I think it's uh, an exciting piece.
0: And we're being asked questions also about Xavier Borgo, who I think at one point had three goals and six points in your first seven games. He's just got the one assist in the last seven. I know he's killing penalties for you. What are you seeing in his game right now, Colin? Yeah,
1: Xavier, I would say the last, uh, uh, you know, was was, like you said, started well. um, You know, his speed and quickness uh, darted to a a, a puck race and and scored a shorthanded goal and went to a hard area. you know, played 22 minutes in San Diego. Uh, you know, was part of that uh, killing penalties and playing with Brad Malone. And the last three, four games, he's he's kind of um, struggled a little bit on uh, on on getting to those hard areas. And that's uh, I go back to him learning how to to get inside to when a, when a when a 28 year old uh, defenseman you know pushes you up against the boards, not to be straight to get his legs bent and get and 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 uh, and kind of uh, back off the defender before he gets pinned against the board so I you know he, he's he, he's got to get his game back a little bit and that becomes that skating and that and that, that inside play but then also understanding you know, what it feels like uh, to play against a heavier team. And, and Colorado was no slouch either. So Calgary came in. They were teams that are probably your heavier teams in our conference. And that's the first time that he
0: felt that. Uh, Call a one final one for you. Vincent DeHarnay, because he's played five games this year, you guys won all five of those games. Uh, I don't think it's just a coincidence. Uh, this guy has, and, and I know he's no. out and he could be out a few weeks with a little bit of a, 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 a challenge. He had the surgery done. Sometimes infections happen as a result of that. He went plus 36. He led the league in plus minus last year. He's a six foot six. Defense. I, I know that Brad Malone thinks he's going to have a chance to play in the National Hockey League. How much do you miss De Harnier right now?
1: Uh, I, I tell you, he's he's littered. Like I mean, he's littered over the bench clips and the, the do-it-right clips. And, you know, he knows what he is. He, he's not trying to be – he's not looking for power play time. He wants to defend. He wants to break the puck out. And he wants to keep things simple. He wants to be physical. And change, and just eat minutes, and be hard to play against. So talk about an identity. Talk about uh, um, you know uh, eating minutes, getting pucks to the forwards, blocking shots, killing penalties. Again, go back to your point of a dying breed. That the things that players don't really enjoy to do. Well, that you know, Vinny has found a niche and found an area where there's a, there's a dying breed. And and he's capitalizing on that. So you talk about how much he's missed. I think I think you can hear on me describing his play. Um, you know, that's how much he's missed. So he, he's a player. He, he's got. All a chance right, one final one
0: for you. What's the schedule look like this week, Colin? Well, we got
1: uh, we got Henderson uh, tomorrow. So you know they're they're a little bit. Uh, they're heating up. They had a bit of a tough start, so we're, you know we're excited for that challenge at home. And then uh, we have San Jose uh, as well at home on Saturday. So again, team that's gone through some change and uh, uh, playing some better hockey, and that, that's on the agenda this week.
0: Best of luck this week, Colin. Thanks for your time. Okay, thanks for having
1: me on, Bob. Good luck in New Jersey.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. That is Colin Chalk. It's 150 in Edmonton. The boys at Brent Ridge Ford did such a great job selling their trucks and SUVs. They're in need of more. You can trade in your vehicle for an upgrade or sell it to them outright. Whatever works best for you. Remember, if you order a 2023 truck from Brent Ridge Ford, your interest rate can be locked as low as 3.99%. You can call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny and the Gang, 780-352-6058. Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Watasqua. We'll wrap up Oilers now. When we return with this day in Oilers history, you're listening to Oilers now. RH with a three assist performance in Edmonton's four three overtime victory against Vegas on Saturday night. The Oilers and the Devils tonight, five p.m. Edmonton puck drop on the Oilers radio network and available on uh, Sportsnet Oilers as well. As we go to. This day in Oilers history for New West Travel. In January, you can join Oilers now on a three-night roadie to Vegas to see the Oilers play the Golden Knights called New West Travel. You can visit them at newest We're going to go back in the state to 2013. And here's Brennan Escott. The Oilers beating the
1: Panthers five, or pardon me, 4-1 on home Ice, improving to 7, 15, and 2
0: on the season. Jordan Everly scoring twice, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins had three assists. All right, there you have it. Uh, we will tell you tomorrow, daily face-offs Frank Servalli for the horses and horse race in Alberta. The top standard drivers from across Canada converge on Century Mile. They battle to represent our country at the World Driving Championships in Italy. Don't miss the extra special day of racing featuring Canada's top drivers coming up Thursday, November the 24th. So Frank will be one of our guests on tomorrow's show. Tonight, 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 we'll have the uh, face-off show with Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, uh, Cam Moon, myself, Jack Michaels at 3.30. Puck drop at 5 p.m. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Brekenridge from 2 to 3. Then the 6.30 chat afternoons uh, with Jay Lynn tonight from, uh, I guess, yeah, from well, I, from 3 to 3.30. We'll join you at about 3.35 from The Rock, which is right across the street from where I'm at right now. And then uh, Oilers Now again back at you tomorrow. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Run!